0: I, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm tossing around the idea of maybe, like, being, because, uh, like, it's sort of a maid of honor situation, but, like, I, is it, I'm, I'm tossing around either man of honor or best maid. I don't know what you guys like <laughs> I, better.
1: I already told you it's man of honor. Oh, like, you did? I told you <laughs> I was saying Grace prob- makes
2: a decision. It's her final decision. That's
0: probably the better version of that. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then it's bridal party for bride's side and groom yeah. party for groom's side.
3: When I when I get okay. married, I was gonna do like bridesmaids instead of like bridesmaids. <laughs> that's, that's cute. That's so, I so love good. That. I yeah. loved
0: brides. Uh, bridesmaids was such a funny like you know um, reboot of the br- movie Bridesmaids, but in Britain. <laughs> um, Kate McKinnon was in that one too. <laughs> <laughs> um okay well everybody thank you for joining us today welcome to game busters uh if this is your first time with us we are a podcast from gameluster.com uh each week we're going to do a deep dive into an older game that we want to talk about maybe we love it maybe we don't and maybe it's held us hostage for the last four years who knows (laughs) um so uh i want to kind of keep things uh chill and fun i know everything's very serious right now and everyone's very sad don't look out the window i tell you every time do not do not ever look outside um just stay in here with us it's cozy uh today is probably going to be sort of a a mega episode there's probably a lot to go over um but we'll, we'll try to keep it as brief as possible um so i am uh, joined here to get, as always by uh my lovely co-host Re.
3: howdy although i'm not sure you're joined by me I'm, I'm pretty dead so it's debatable whether i'm here or not but yeah I, i'm technically we, here
0: we've got half of Ree, and then yeah. <laughs> uh we also have uh grace here who's my best friend uh, say hello
1: hi i'm grace
0: all right you did it um i did it and uh Gra- grace is sort of uh, here as our our esports coordinator um because she is running I-, I guess a real-time spreadsheet for the overwatch leagues uh various pushes and pulls yes and has watched every match ever made so um yeah yeah and then we have a uh, friend Alyssa here as well
2: hello hello
0: and um, Alyssa here is super cool and good at cosplaying stuff. She's, like, very popular. She's You have a pretty solid following, I think, for your cosplay stuff. So
2: I mean, I have less than 1,000 followers on Instagram, which I don't think is honestly very large. We're on the way but up. We're on we're the, on way, the up. way up. Made lots of good friends. It's a good place to be. Cosplay community is great.
0: Yeah. And so uh, I want to talk about that a little bit as well as sort of the uh, the convention and, like, the, uh, I guess, community culture around Uh, Overwatch which is going to be our topic of discussion today so uh, before we get there um, we are going to do our just just to ease us in uh, our opening which which Overwatch hero do you wish you were and then which one are you actually
3: (laughs) (laughs) oh god Um, I wish I could be Mercy um, because I don't know I just like the idea of running around and healing everyone it's very wholesome Um, I also suck at overwatch quite how much I play it so I play a whole lot on Mercy Um, but who am I actually um god Um, I'm a bit of a boomer when it comes to technology so I'm from like Reinhardt or something
0: oh okay (laughs) interesting Uh, did you fight in the war? Uh,
3: not not to my knowledge oh also I'm very short so I could be Torbjorn
0: oh okay that could be something yeah uh okay i don't know grace what do you think
1: um well i mean i want yeah, i know mercy you want to be mercy yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i think we Does, all don't we all want to be mercy yet? yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> um but like if she i is. can't be mercy who i love dearly i would want to be tracer because i feel like i'm very very annoying and like i love tracer but she can keep there
2: there's only gonna be more
0: yeah yeah
1: Yeah, so I just want to be a very annoying tracer everywhere. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Shit. Oh my god, tracer Tracer is
3: so irritating. I went went to university in Essex, which, um, in case the non-British people don't know, Essex is a whole county full of people that sound like tracer. So yeah, don't (laughs) don't come here and visit. Terrifying.
0: Wow, that's incredible. Um... (laughs) Sorry, that did just remind me of a com- maybe my favorite Red- Reddit comment I've ever seen, which was someone com- when when they released Hammond, you know, Wrecking Ball, and like somebody uh, was like, "Oh, like, are you- this this com- this is so stupid. It-, it kills the immersion of the game." And somebody was like, "This game? You mean the one about the time traveling lesbian and a the space monkey?" <laughs>
2: I mean, like, Hammond and Winston's, like, lore, it also coincides as well. So to even make that kind of mistake, yeah, I think it's ridiculous. Really come on.
0: <laughs> it's, it's, it's erroneous at best. And I won't have it. Um, okay, uh, Alyssa, what about you?
2: All right. So when I started playing the game, I, like, actually started playing Overwatch because I fell in love with Farrah's character. Like, she's badass. She I knew it was going to be Farrah. She rides a motorcycle. You know, I mean, like, she was my first big Overwatch cosplay. Um... But I loved her character design. She has a really cool background. I thought they did a really good job designing her her suit because I didn't think it was like overly sexualized in any way. And I thought in like most video games before that, that women tend to be a lot more overly sexualized. Yeah. Um, plus, she's also half Canadian, so she kind of like hit the middle in terms of nationality. Um, in terms of who I actually would be, definitely Brigida. She's tall. She's thick. She's quirky. Uh, she likes cats. Loves to eat.
0: I don't know.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> nice. Um, okay. Yeah. I I think that I th- I mean like obviously just in a lot of ways I I want to be Sombra. I want to be there. I want to be I want to be doing the hacking. I want to be yelling. You know, like Hacker Man. You've been hacked. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know I want to I want to be able to be like Avaganda. Let's this, this and like run away. You know, hit a light switch. Um, <laughs> But, um, I think I, I, I thought about it. I think I, I think I unfortunately might be Sigma just because of his oh sort God. of status as a bald oh. man and also a scientist.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I guess it does suit you pretty well.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I think he also plays the piano, which I do. Um, so oh. that's fun. Um, anyway, that, that was probably the best I could do for myself. Like in reality, I may be reaching to be Torbjorn. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, no.
2: Torbjorn gang. That I couldn't see. That I couldn't see
0: um all right so yeah yeah I-, I would love i'm actually wearing my hammond shirt right now um hey. it has uh, it has him on the front and it says i came in like a wrecking ball
3: like the song nice.
0: it's, it's, it's like the music <laughs> song you see yeah it's yeah.
3: like a good 2016 reference
0: <laughs> all right i see you guys are not easily impressed we'll move on um <laughs> So uh, let's, everybody, step into the Hall of Fame luster. Um, we are still going to the moon for this one, so I guess we're, we're, we'll... are we we'll, You know what? I wonder if we could get the Horizon Lunar Colony mm-hmm. to house the the Hall of Fame luster. Um, if anyone hasn't been keeping up with the lore developments <laughs> for the hall, we've had a lot of... There have been some shakeups recently. Um,
2: yeah. But... Depends on how we, <laughs> we change. change?
0: No, well, we have to, well, we, we try to stay consistent with what's happened before, but it I does change pretty dramatically each I, episode. I wouldn't
3: call it, I would not call it consistent. We went from like, hey, could, can we afford to have like three walls? <laughs> can we afford can we, can, can we afford a third wall to like, yeah, we're on the fucking moon now.
0: I told you we got a substantial contribution from uh, an individual who does not wish to be named, but it rhymes with B-Long Busk.
3: <laughs> Massive friend of the show he is.
0: Yeah, massive fan. Um, uh, so, yeah, we're we're on the moon. Um, we're, we're living on the Majora's Mask moon right now, though, from I what know. I remember. Also, yeah, I think we have right. two separate sets of horses, right? A whole herd of horses.
3: Oh, God, we do, uh, don't we? Um,
0: horses? I'm going to say that the Horizon Lunar Colony is probably big enough to fit everybody. Um, if they all stand, like, kind of next to each other real close.
3: See, I so think... we'll... The How horses many... can just roam on the moon and then... one of one of the yeah.
0: winners was the horses of Skyrim so it kind of involved every <laughs> horse in Skyrim <laughs> that and then there was another one that was the entire roster of Super Smash Brothers so like oh, just those yeah. two alone oh, we've so. kind of filled up a lot that's of That's like
1: 70 of them, right?
0: 70, <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> um, I don't know,
1: the lunar
2: base is bigger than just the map is on like in the actual game it's I think that's only like a quarter of it. So there's okay. there's more than enough room.
0: Okay, yeah, that's the, let's do it. Uh, we'll be relocating there, um, and I've secured all the proper permits with the moon police. So <laughs> if you guys uh, want to go around today, we're going to try to induct uh, the best Overwatch ability to impress your friends. Uh, so this is what I'm thinking here is it doesn't have to be like an ultimate. It can be anyone's any any ability, but something that you could do as like a party trick, right, to impress your friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll, we'll go around, and uh, Alyssa, why don't you kick us off?
2: Okay. I think I'm going to do something that's pretty on-brand as a cosplayer. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pick Echo's uh, ultimate, which is her duplication ability. Um, I imagine, like, on cue, being able to transform into, like, any person or character, I guess, that you're looking at is absolutely my dream. Right down to, like, getting into the character thing that she does by mimicking, like, the ultimate voice lines of the people that she's, like, duplicating. I do Um, I think all your friends would probably fawn over that, knowing... But also knowing the cosplay community, they probably nitpick about, you know, not getting the color right. She just like always turns blue. It's always the blue version of whatever character you're or that she's duplicating. But I think it's a cool ability.
0: Okay. Yeah, nice, nice. Um all right, uh Reed, what do you think?
3: Okay, so mine is technically one I already have, according to my friends. Um I once oh. in university, I once got called Mercy but for drunk people. Um <laughs> because um it, on my first night staying in camp uh, staying on campus um everyone got very drunk and right my my like it turns out i'm like a motherly drunk and my maternal instincts kicked in and i went round to so i was in a flat full of 14 people and i think i went to like eight people made sure they were in bed uh gave them painkillers made sure they all had water by their bed and yeah, I became known as the mercy of drunk people and I feel like that would impress people <laughs> on a night out if like, you can just like, I, I want to like have more of the mercy ability so I could like whip around everyone really quickly I could even like fly to different floors in the student accommodation, you know Um, I could like chain heal everyone Um, so I don't have to keep going between rooms so yeah, drunk mercy healing if I'll say drunk a mercy n-
0: healing that's <laughs> what so I'm gonna yeah. type in um, yeah,
3: drunk mercy healing
0: yeah. Also, I think you might just be that, British, Grace. That is um, me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the same. Same thing.
0: Yeah. yeah uh, okay. Really nice. So, Grace, take us. Uh, where are you gonna? What are All you right. Doing?
1: So, Alyssa took mine. So that's whatever. Um, but I think I'm going to go with you know, in like the Cinemax, Torp has the. <laughs> I
0: always have a backup. Yeah,
1: I should have a backup. Um, you know how Torp has like those little things in the a- the anime, the animations anime uh, the animations i can do this um he has those like little his yeah, anime. His, you know. yeah. <laughs> he
0: has Torbjorn and solo anime
1: he has those little like thoughts, like oh that's for <laughs> mean, the, tur- yeah, the yeah. Torblets. <laughs> yes
0: um <laughs> yeah, sorry. The cano- yeah, sorry. A- yeah, you asshole. You don't know the canonical okay. name for
2: tor- <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 Basically, I just want a bunch of little Torblets. I could like take out at parties, like little like cats or dogs, just to impress people around.
0: Little yeah, torbs. torbs. I appreciate okay.
1: that. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna type in little Torbs. Okay. Um, mine was my my I'll, I'll since you took mercy i'll i'll do my backup which was my my original one was going to be uh just resurrecting dead people <laughs> which i think is pretty <laughs> impressive
3: now um, th- that would that would impress people at a party definitely
0: yeah certainly uh, somebody like fucking dies of alcohol poisoning and you bring them back from the dead. <laughs> but
3: that is essentially
2: <laughs> that's essentially what she was doing
0: yeah yeah, yeah. um so my my uh, my backup was just uh, Hanzo's ultimate summoning two gigantic <laughs> spirit dragons, <laughs> which, I mean, seems pretty impressive, right? Like, I feel- if I can yell a, a, a phrase in Japanese and two enormous spirit dragons appear and circle around the party, like, people are going to be impressed. Or
3: scared. Yeah, pe- people will be talking about that one for a while, but you might need the drunk mercy healing afterwards, uh, considering the collateral damage, so... <laughs>
2: I mean, I will say I'd be pretty, pretty traumatized by that. That's a little bit terrifying, at least in comparison to the Torblitz. If I saw the Torblitz, <laughs> I would just like, like, like I do with a dog at a party, just fall down and yes. like cuddle with it on the floor. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's definitely the goal of the Torblitz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, those dragons would terrify me. All right. Um... <laughs> just
0: okay. So I think that's yeah. I'm gonna stick with it. All right um my my uh my other very my other backup backup idea was to be uh doomfist and just punch their wall down oh no
3: (laughs) but that is how you don't stay at the party very long
0: well i mean that's my way i'm already on the way out (laughs) i mean i'm punching right through that wall i'm out not my problem anymore
2: and people certainly talk about it
0: yeah i mean hey hey you're talking about it okay um Let's, uh, let's get to the voting. So, Alyssa, you get two votes to distribute anywhere you'd like, uh, including your own. Where would you like them to go?
2: I'm going for the Torblitz because I, did, I didn't think about that at all. And I just I uh-huh. love little things. And I know when I see the Torblitz animation, I would go immediately for that at a party. So I am going to okay. vote one for the Torblitz <laughs> and then the Drunk Mercy. Oh, I will say enough. the Drunk Mercy thing is pretty, pretty dope. Can't say I've been able to do that to drink people. Ever, so <laughs> I usually yeah, stay like a hundred feet away from drunk people because I if I know if they're gonna get sick, I'm just I'm out of there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um I'm recalling some uh some parties now. Um, oh, no. <laughs> um we all went to college together, Um right? mm-hmm. uh, so there was a few. Oh, um I I don't know if you I don't know if you guys remember this, uh, but like I, I sort of had like a clairvoyant sense about parties and like there were five separate times during college that I left a party and 20 minutes later, the cops showed up. Oh my
2: God. <laughs> were these parties that See, we were at together? Or were these just like parties? Like at some, no, point? no,
0: just general somewhere. Okay. I, I don't, I don't know that you were even at any of those, but mm-hmm. it, it became such a thing that like, there was, uh, who was, it was Daniel. One of Daniel Lang had like a party at his house and like, mm-hmm. it, it got to a point where like, I went to this party and I said like, I'm not really feeling it. And everyone's like, fuck the cops are coming. and everyone. Went. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: mean, that, that should be your Overwatch ability right there. True. Yeah. You're
0: like... yeah. Well, the that'd thing is, like, I was in grad school, right? So, like, I was already, like, 24. I didn't need to hide from the police. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I was just, like, uh, anyway. Um, yeah. I don't think that there's an Overwatch character. Is there one that does, like, future sight things? I don't think so. No.
1: It'd no,
2: be
0: that'd cool, be cool, A but... cool
2: character in the future, maybe.
0: Yeah, it seems like it would also be, be impossible be really... to do in a multiplayer exactly. game. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right. So, anyway, uh, who who is next? Ree, where are your votes going?
3: Um, I'm gonna be a narcissist and throw one to Drunk Mercy, um, but okay. also <laughs> also got to throw on to Little Torbs as well, just because I am that person who also gravitates towards dogs at parties, and we I are. Heard- yeah, Rhea, it's I, th- I think
0: you've been here long enough to see that we're heading towards a dangerous yep. conclusion here. Um, I
3: was just uh, looking at the screen here, and I thought, <laughs> what we are going to have. And a, uh, if anyone doesn't realize, um, when we have a tie, uh, rather than do a revote, we just sort of combine. Both we have to options. fuse them
0: together forcibly.
3: <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Um, and it's no, okay, well, I like the fusion. It's a cool past. idea. It, no, no, not fusing fusing. With, it's not. Nice fusing. We've had some pretty horrific ones.
2: Okay, but I can imagine, like, a good way of fusing the Torblitz and the Drunk Mercy revives. I okay, so. well,
0: well, we'll figure out if we need to. I hope it doesn't okay. come to that. Okay. Uh, Grace, where are your votes going?
1: Um, I think I'll give one to Drunk Mercy Healing, because that is also yeah. just me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh-huh. And then I think I'm going to throw my second one to Echo Duplication. Because, oh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Okay if you've ever, like, been, like, imagine just you're at a party and suddenly just, like, Alyssa's mirror now.
0: That would, that would, that would be impressive for me, too.
1: Uh, yeah. But, like, it'd be so terrifying. That happens <laughs> enough when you get drunk already. Um, so, you for know. Sure, but... For
0: sure. <laughs> okay. Um, I I am gonna sabotage us here, and... Oh, no. uh, <laughs> I do like the little Torbs a lot, though, but I also, I, I think I might go for a little... Ooh, I I definitely go for one for little Torbs, but, little Torbs always. Um, I'm stuck between the Echo Dupe and the Mercy Healing. I I'm a, just like the image in my head of re like growing wings and flying up and down the side <laughs> of the a building and healing people out the window is like really interesting to me.
2: Okay, but really, imagine okay, but imagine <laughs> me taking on the figure of one of our friends from college and then coming up to you and looking chance, like them i'm chance i'm chance, chance. I'm chance. Oh, and man. i just i am pretending to be chance in my voice in God, okay. maybe the cutest way possible or not cute right because chance obviously is <laughs> not so right and, the,
0: and then cute, and then, but... and, then I, and then i would say hello chance are you ready for our second ever one-to-one conversation
1: <laughs> oh, um
0: this 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 episode seems very specifically catered to people from College of Charleston. I was about to the say
2: the College of Charleston. We did are just going to put this in the in the group chat. Or oh yeah, we, we should. Yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Where Jason posts his stream links and Jason, mm-hmm. I am also opening your streams on mute in another tab and leaving them open. So you're welcome. <laughs> um,
3: Fantastic.
0: Okay, I will. I'm going to give one for drunk mercy healing. So that's the winner
3: nice no you sabotaged your fusion dang (laughs) i'm
0: I'm sorry i'm sorry i sabotaged your fusion just
2: imagine this idea imagine okay little torblets coming up to you at a party when you are just massively drunk and like maybe getting sick whatever they come up to you all they do is like tap you and immediately you're fine you have water god you have uh food you have a blanket and a pillow it's all sad. Whoa, it's all sad. there's saltines <laughs> in
0: this Torblet.
2: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Maybe kind of like Wally, where it like opens up like a... I was like whatever, a cookie like jar. <laughs> in its chest, and like something comes out. <laughs> like food, a snack, whatever you need. The Torblet's got you.
0: Oh my god. Alright, I have to get out of here. Okay, uh, welcome everybody to bustums this is our main segment uh, which took us half an hour to arrive at um <laughs> so today we are going to be uh, today we're going to be discussing Overwatch you might have heard of it um so i am going to do a little bit of a rundown on the origins of Overwatch Overwatch origins edition and um uh, just a little bit of how it was created in the development cycle and and sort of the lead up to it uh and then we'll we'll get into the discussion so uh, Overwatch came out in uh, uh, 2016 and has been, uh, and honestly, like, uh, it it really exploded. And now I know Blizzard already had a pretty large following before this. Obviously, World of Warcraft, Diablo 3 were both huge. Starcraft 2 was a huge game. Um, They were actually uh, planning to sort of follow up uh, their, you know, World of Warcraft being their sort of epic fantasy world uh, MMO. Uh, the original idea for Overwatch was an MMO as well, but a sci-fi sort of MMO uh, called Titan. And that uh, MMO actually got scrapped, and it was actually being developed by Jeff Kaplan, uh, who was on the World of Warcraft team before. Uh, but some, some part through development, after creating the assets and everything, they kind of didn't like the idea anymore and scrapped it, and then decided to turn it into a hero shooter using the assets and characters and world they'd already created. So... The if you you can read up a little bit on what Titan was supposed to be like and I I, I guess I'm glad it didn't really turn out that way. Um, but it, it is interesting to see like someone trying to create another MMO and then ending and then kind of creating this instead. But uh, yeah, Blizzard really hyped the fuck out of this game. Uh, for about a year beforehand, they were uh, advertising from you know BlizzCon. They started putting out the cinematics. I think if any, I don't know if anyone remembers, but like the first advertisement they really did for the game was debuting that, uh, the, the dragons cinematic for Hanzo and Genji, uh, even before like showing gameplay, it was a really good one to get people hyped on to just kind of show them what the characters are going to be like. And then, um, working on, on gameplay, uh, after that. And then, uh, they did that open beta, which was, you know, huge, uh, exploded, had millions of players. And then of course it launched, I believe it was May. I'd have to double check. Uh, but yeah, that that was a that that is actually until I mean I I wouldn't even count Warforged as a new game, so that was the last new game Blizzard made. Um, mm-hmm. We're still sitting around, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, a lot of people have been. Uh, we'll we'll get to the actual we'll get to the Blizzard stuff later. So um, I just want to hear from from y'all three here. Uh, you know, what was your initial hype for this game? How did you discover it? Uh, When was it? You know, was it already an established thing? And, and, you know, what was that like for you? Uh, So, Rhi, why don't you kick us off?
3: Um, So for me, I was, I want to say I was 16 when this came out. Um, And because, like, I'm a tiny baby, I was too young to remember the hype of people playing like Halo and stuff in the 2000s. So this, and I sort of thought I'd missed that with like having loads of friends that are all playing the same online game. Um, and then this came along and a lot of my friends are more casual gamers but because of these like animated shorts and all the lore and everything um, my more casual friends were interested in it and playing the beta and everything Uh, so I started playing it as well and it was just this really nice environment, it was like the weekend where Pokemon Go came out but like on steroids, it was like everyone was playing it. It was just it was just really wholesome just be able to play a game for hours on end with my friends and sort of learning all the characters Um, definitely like up there one of my favourite gaming experiences and then when the game finally came out it was even better we were playing it even longer Um, so I was on, I was involved super super early on um, and it was mainly through the lore that I got into it
0: Nice yeah, uh, Alyssa. How about you?
2: So for me, I didn't actually come into playing into the game until after they dropped Arisa. Arisa was, I think, the third additional character they dropped. It was Ana, Sombra, and then Arisa.
0: Do you think um, that she spoke to you because her name rhymes with yours?
2: Kinda, of, but it wasn't her that got me into the game. I said that earlier with Farah. Like seeing Farah's character was what like got my initial interest into the game, and then like seeing like how many like really cool like female characters they had in the game and then additionally Uh a very diverse character roster um honestly before i started playing overwatch i really didn't play that many video games like when i was younger i like had we had a wii and we had an xbox and my brother used them most of the time Then i would get on like maybe to play spider-man or toady hawk or whatever but like
3: pro
2: gamer sorry pro gamer pro gamer. Yeah. Now if yeah, you were yeah. playing
0: Tony Hawk Underground 2, you were playing as both of those characters, which is exciting.
2: <laughs> for sure. But, um, then, like, once I, like, got a feeling for all the characters, I literally, like, remember reading all of the Wikipedia pages for the characters before I, like, got the game. And I, like, read through all of their lore, read through everything about each and every one of them, and, um, just, like, from there on out, like, started playing the game, like, literally every day. And I've, I haven't stopped playing it for four years, so... Um, The cinematics are amazing, like, still sometimes I'll sit down and I'll just, like, binge watch all the cinematics just to, like, get that, like, nostalgic feeling that, like, I get from having seen them all, like, when they did start, like, coming out. Um, But yeah, that was kind of my introduction to it.
0: Cool. Um, Grace, I know your story, but I'd like you to tell it.
1: (laughs) Um, Well, Nirav originally introduced me to Overwatch. Um, I actually played it, I stayed... Like I stayed a night on the couch one night and I just started playing it. Um, he was like, "Oh, don't worry, it's not hard. You can just play Mercy." Because I wasn't really into shooter games as much than Well, multiplayer shooter games. And so there is one time she, that I stayed. Yeah, the, she on was. The
0: couch. It was so. It was almost like <laughs> scary because like I was like I think I was like lying in my bed and like she was on using my PC and I I, I think I was like lying in my bed, like, doing something on my phone or whatever, and I just, like, sort of fell asleep as you do at 2 a.m., and I, I, I like, wake up the next, like, like at, like, 4 a.m., and, like, she's still, just, like, still there in the darkness, just, like, looking at the screen, <laughs> eyes wide, just, like, yeah, no.
1: I, I absolutely
2: loved it. just playing it. Mercy
0: played, all night.
1: I played it all Mercy night. Mercy has that effect on people. <laughs> she Wilson. really does. She really does, but, um, no, I got, like, super into it. Um, I don't know. I just. Re- I think it was around the anniversary that, like the first year, when I started playing it. But I still play it to this day. The best update was definitely the one with the, like the groupings and stuff. That was really exciting for me. But yeah, I just, just love it to this day, and I'm glad I got into it. It was very exciting at first.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's uh, for for me, I. I know it's hard to imagine, but I wasn't always such a pro gamer. Um, <laughs> Sorry. And, uh, yeah, so I, I've, I'm, I've probably mentioned before, but uh, the only I really only had Nintendo stuff growing up, but I never really looked for anything outside of like Mario slash Pokemon stuff. Um, and like uh, until I got to college and I started just realizing that people made other video games. And like I, I remember someone in college telling me that they made games for PC and I was like, you mean the computer? <laughs> and I was, like, fucking losing my mind. Um, but, yeah, the... Uh, I, I don't know. I, it, honestly, Overwatch reminds me of a time where... It makes me nostalgic for a time where I wasn't plugged into the industry and reading every piece of news every single day. It mm-hmm. makes me... Because, like, what I did with Overwatch was... I was living in Kentucky at this time, and I had just gotten a, a PS4, um, to, uh, with which literally was just a Fallout machine. Um, but I, 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 I was, you know, just in, I, I had no idea what Overwatch was. I'd never heard of it. Cause like, that's the thing. I wasn't plugged in. I wasn't looking for stuff every day and like seeing when games were coming out. So that thing that I, I think those of us in the industry forget that the majority of people act this way. What I did was I just walked into GameStop one day and like asked the guy at the front, I'm like, Hey, I have a PS4 and I'm looking for a new game. What is good? And... They were just like, hey, this thing Overwatch just came out. Uh, it's I'm playing it. It's really fun. And, uh, you know, if you can get a friend to get it, it'll be really good. And so I, and in the GameStop, I called my friend Rhett, who also had a PS4. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll get it, too. We can we'll try it out together. I've heard it's cool. And, like, the, the casualness of the way that that happened is, like, very nostalgic to me. I wish I could go through that experience again.
3: I didn't um, even realize I missed that until you mentioned it. But, oh, my God, I missed that. <laughs>
0: yeah um but regardless like uh we we jumped on that night and were immediately hooked uh we so we this was like a a a rough time because i I guess overwatch consumed me at this point very quickly and we we would play with the same we found a group of maybe like 20 people on ps4 at that time that were like just like a, a good mix of people and like whoever was on that night would would group up and we'd play and we did that for maybe five six hours almost every night uh for like probably a good six months um it, it is was... really
2: just such an amazing community like i mean like it's easy yeah. to find people on and i mean like it does have its toxicity but i feel like most games do but like yeah. I, I do genuinely love that about it. it was so easy to find friends on that game
0: it, it is and I, I feel like the majority of people playing it are are I, I don't know, with my experience with this versus other games, I, I know people complain about toxicity. I feel like it hasn't been as bad as other games.
3: Yeah, um, I'd like completely agree, to be honest. Um, I think it is because it drew in a lot of casual games because it just was so mainstream even before it came out because of those shorts.
0: Yeah. And, and the thing is that like Overwatch has such a low barrier to entry. Like anybody who's like played a video game before can can pick it up and, you know, somewhat competently play like you know Reinhardt or Mercy or something on their first match and that's something that like a lot of these online games like don't have like there is a very high barrier to entry where like you have you have to be very good at video games in general before you jump in to feel like you're doing anything in the game Mm -hmm. um but yeah I think I think Overwatch did a good job skirting around that so uh I guess we've talked a little bit about like the initial feel of of like actually playing the game for each of us so I don't know. What, what do y'all think about it now? Like, how? What if you were to log into the game and, and play a match today, what What do you think your feeling is about the state of it?
3: I'm a little <laughs> bit cynical about it now. I, I still enjoy it as a game, like, gameplay-wise. Um, but I was saying before we started recording that I actually did my dissertation project at university. Uh mostly on overwatch because i was looking into loot boxes and there oh. is n- no quicker way to sort of become very cynical about a lot of the games you play <laughs> by investigating loot boxes and talking like i was talking to experts who deal with like uh, gambling addiction and everything um and it sort of made me hyper aware of um how i interacted with games with loot boxes because like i don't usually buy microtransactions, but when i was playing overwatch at its peak i was putting a fair bit of money into loot boxes which like now I look back and think like why why did I why did I need that soldier 76 skin where he looks like mm-hmm. a dad at the <laughs> grill you know why oh, do yeah, I dad need 76. that oh yeah dad 76 how they why... get you it's really how they get you yeah. um but now it's so I've got a complicated relationship with it essentially I really 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 love the gameplay um but I sort of get a bit annoyed with like the in-game economy I suppose I just I yeah
0: <laughs> i think that's i think that's totally fair i mean the the loot box odds i mean which you know we know because like in china you have to legally release them but like they're not good the loot box odds no, are not good um, you're
2: usually gonna get blue or less than blue even so it's yeah it's never really a good thing you get a gold like maybe once every 10 loot boxes if
0: you're lucky one time i opened a loot box and it was just three pictures of jeff kaplan laughing at me <laughs> <laughs> but like and and you know that
3: you bought more afterwards we know (laughs) oh
0: yeah um i i I don't know like i like i said i was very into the game like it was sort of my whole video game thing for like a long time and uh, i still have it i reinstalled it recently because i wanted to get that echo doll skin um it's such a good
1: skin an amazing skin it's a good skin
0: um but like before that i haven't played the game for about six months and i was like totally okay with that and it's weird because like I, I when I don't have it I miss it and then I, I jump back in and it is just so not the same thing it used to be um like
2: it's normal to go through phases I feel like especially with games that like you've been with for a long time and like yeah. overwatch was doing really good at the beginning about developing and like trying to like continue what little lore they actually do have but at this point like I guess since they're developing the uh, sequel they've kind of, almost entirely halted what little lore they were trying to develop, so...
0: I, I do want to talk a little bit about, like, the the way that they chose to develop the story through cinematics rather than anything in-game was sort of unique, mm-hmm. and uh, at, at first I think I liked the proposition a lot, and, like, I think over time I became less happy about what they had decided to do that with that.
2: Oh, They're putting they really a lot agree. less cinematics out, though, like, as well. Like, they did, like, a whole yeah. bunch at the beginning and then, like, put one out every, like, maybe six months, and, like, it's been almost a year at this point since we've had a cinematic so it's really hard to like want to keep with it if you're there for the lore when they're not developing it
0: right and i mean like people joke like about overwatch's story like what story and i mean like yeah that's that's fair i very true and i, I know what i know overwatch 2 is like really concentrated on that which is great like i'm i'm excited for that i just kind of like i, I guess i wish that that had been their original idea for this um yeah mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, the the thing I do want to talk about with this, though, is, like, how the the characters have become, like, such an endearing uh, thing, I guess. Like, they've... they Overwatch has exploded and become just such an ingrained part of pop culture, I feel like, on the internet. Absolutely. Uh, and I, I believe that, uh, according to, like, tagging posts and stuff like that, Tumblr actually found that Overwatch was the most talked about video game on the entire site. Um. Oh wow! Which I mean, that makes sense to me, <laughs> but that is impressive
3: uh, for a game without a story, essentially. Yes. <laughs> absolutely,
0: absolutely. And so that's what I wanted to ask: is like, wh- like, if we're a game without a story, with where where almost the entire thing we know about these characters is just based off their their physical design and their move set. Like, how did this? How did this happen? How did they manage to achieve this?
3: I think it's probably because the character designs are so well done they're all very unique and diverse and iconic there's like something there for everyone um and i think it's because you can sort of project a lot into it like um for like more like feminine gamers like me like we sort of attach ourselves to diva quite a lot um and now uh, <laughs> she she has become like synonymous with like stereotypical e-girl and i have completely embraced that uh she's an icon um, but like yeah, but then you've got characters like Zara, um, Zarya, Zarya. I can't pronounce that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it. She's like the complete polar opposite. She's like this big buff lady, um, and. I think that's probably what does it because if you relate to any of them, and because there, well, maybe it's because there isn't a story you can sort of fill in the gaps in your head, particularly in Tumblr, where I think a lot of people are into like the fan fiction scene and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, they're very cosplayable. Um, I think I read that that was their like intention going in; that um, they were trying to appeal to the cosplay community, and it bloody worked because I have dressed up as Dee for an embarrassing amount of times. So yeah, that's probably why.
2: That's what I was going to agree with is like the fandom being able to have this much freedom to take or like have takes on these characters. Because, I mean, like you have their base information and you have what they look like. But like truly fan, like people who write fan fiction, people who maybe role play, cosplay, do whatever, any of all of those things can just take so many liberties with the characters because the stories are not that well developed. Or I mean, like they're well developed, but not past their their base character information which i think is absolutely one of these successes for for the character roster that they have
0: yeah um so the i i think that one thing we we touched on is that like the diversity of these characters is super cool um and like i i i personally was like and I, I just just from my standpoint like it, it seems almost ridiculous to say this but Symmetra is probably the most worldwide famous Indian superhero. <laughs> like, and it's
2: amazing, and she's also like can- canonically autistic, which I think is also something that yeah um, provides. That, that's awesome. It provides a really good image. Or, I mean, I mean, provides a really good maybe like not figurehead, but somebody who you can see with autism. Yeah, that like is also like, seen as a hero. Like yes. seen as a hero.
0: Um. Although ar- arguably she is a villain, but sh- um. Mm.
2: Well, Vishkar's the villain. I wouldn't say Symmetra is.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, like, it, just small things like that. Um, and, you know, of course, uh, representing, you know, like, there's cl- classic, uh, you know, Tracer being a lesbian uh, was the most contentious thing that's ever happened. Oh, but Internet then history. remember when
2: Soldier, when when everything happened to Soldier as well. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. now... When when they and now I feel like people didn't even make a big deal about it when when it was Soldier because I guess I wonder if the people who had a problem with it already just didn't care about Overwatch at that point.
2: (laughs) That's what I was thinking because I mean like they made him someone who like I feel would appeal to I guess maybe like the original video game demographic which was like young white men. Yeah, and I felt like that was going to inflame a lot more irritation or anger than it did, and I'm really glad that it didn't.
0: Yeah. And it's 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 cool. I mean, it's so like there, there are those things, of course. And then like we have people of like a ton of different races represented, a ton of different parts of the world. And like the fact that this is a, 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 a first person shooter made by an American studio that only features, I think, two white Americans in the entire like 35 person cast is pretty great. Like it's crazy. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's it's good to see stuff like that for me and and i don't know like i said like i can imagine that there are a lot of especially even you know younger people that like you know it's hard to see even with like uh even like doomfist for example like somebody like some like someone west african like you don't see a lot of people like that in in pop culture you know um Mm -hmm. and i I I don't know i go ahead
3: I was going to say I completely agree because like growing up as I mean I don't suffer for representation a lot the only thing I do is like um because I'm bi so like uh lady loving ladies and it just amazes me that you have this really mainstream game which is insanely popular esport and on the cover art you have a lesbian character um yeah that's that's just something I like growing up um when I was like young and just came out as LGBT like that's something I couldn't have even fathomed so that makes me very happy
0: yeah that that's that's great and that's a good segue to the next point I was saying which is that like it's it's incredible how I think like Alyssa you're a perfect example of this game has expanded the world of video games to a lot of people I think specifically women that weren't interested mm-hmm. in in that kind of culture and the, being that part of that community before um. Uh, oh, Grace has sent me a text message. Um, Great, you know we're on a voice call right now, Grace. You can. I
1: I didn't want to interrupt <laughs> anyone. <laughs> okay.
0: that was, that was, that you, was, you was might, good of her. That you was may good of you, you. may not have been the right choice for a podcast guest. <laughs> <laughs> really not. <laughs> Come on, you got to talk. Um, okay,
1: well, I I no, texted no, Interrupt me. How did you find three bisexual Overwatch
3: loving gals for one podcast?
0: It was strategic. <laughs> <laughs> this was that a tactical That is movie.
3: impressive. <laughs> Fucking bisexual cast right here. I love it. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah.
2: Wait, oh are we all? Oh my god. Are, is this an actual all bisexual cast right now? Uh, I don't. I, I meant I,
0: just the three- I don't. I don't think it includes me, but who knows? <laughs> we'll, we'll,
3: we'll, we'll kick ni- just kick near about and we're good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect podcast. I mean,
0: honestly, if you want to if you want to do one without me, I would love to take a week off. Um. <laughs> But yeah, like the 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 thing I, I guess I wanted to talk about is like how, um, and Blizzard has really ridden on this a lot, and I'm glad they've embraced it so much. They they really have stressed that it's important to them to make this place, th- this space, I guess, like uh, safe and bo- both safe and exciting for for female players, and that that has uh, got some record breaking attach rates for female players on this game. Like uh, roughly about a third of the people who who play this game are, are female, and that is. Completely unprecedented for a an online shooter, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the th- th- that's like almost Pokemon numbers right there. <laughs> it's, it's, that's big. It's big it's numbers.
2: Good. No, absolutely. Uh, yeah.
0: But yeah, like I, I don't know. I so mean, that's what
2: you get. That's what that's what happens when you actually put in female characters. And I mean, like I think at this point they're about half and half. So like you're actually having half of the roster realistically um, representing. Like, the human population, you know what I mean? Like, generally, it's like there's there's more females in the actual human population, but you're representing it in a way that makes sense. And you're showing strong female characters who, girls who are playing, like, young girls, like, girls or people my women my age can, like, look at these characters, see themselves in them and be like, okay, I have, I, like, I can see myself in this character and I see that they're strong and I can grow with this as well. I just, I think it's such an amazing thing to, like, have a game where I can look at it and feel emboldened and, like, res- I mean, like, respected in the community as well. Because, I mean, like, girls, I mean, like, girls who are playing video games still obviously get, you know. Shit on a occasional. Lot, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which happens. And it's something that, like, you sometimes have to grow to either have a hard, like, thick skin or just mute them or whatever. But... I think for the most part, Overwatch has done really well in appealing to female, like female
3: gamers.
0: Yeah, it it has. And I think also Mm -hmm. a lot of that is the very easy to access report function, which is great. (laughs) Oh yeah.
3: I agree. I I have used that mute button so much or like whatever it is where you can't be like put in a game with someone else. That is a godsend. Oh yeah. You like, you can like, mm -hmm.
0: yeah. Yeah. Block people basically. It's, it's really cool. And also the endorsement system is great. Um, Mm -hmm. Because it has done a good job weeding people out that are sort of just toxic by nature, regardless. Um, and, yeah, I, and every time, I, I don't know, I feel like every time that I've been in a game and someone has said something shitty to, like, a, a girl who's playing it, which is, I mean, not even been that often, but, like, either me or somebody steps in before me and, like, tells them to fuck off, basically, so... It's...
2: <laughs> I do the thing where I just like go the fuck off. Sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to curse, but I just I go. Oh, off. I just
0: I just did several times. So yeah, okay, it's probably whatever. okay. <laughs>
2: okay, good. But um, in any case, like I I know that like depending on my mood, if I see somebody come in that way and starts like speaking to me that way because they hear that I'm obviously a woman, they'll I just spit right back. Just just because I've learned like with my personality that I can combat that. But it's also I do love that the game enables functions that allow women who don't want to hear that kind of stuff to be able to just push it away
0: yeah absolutely um Mm -hmm. so we we gotta we gotta keep chugging um i want to talk a little bit about the overwatch league uh so this is it's me it's it's your time to shine so the (laughs) the overwatch league is uh i think of particular interest because it is something that blizzard has personally invested a bajillion dollars into um which is not typically the norm for for esports things like this like uh, of course sometimes they'll finance tournaments like uh league of legends obviously is the big one you know riot runs its own league but there are you know hundreds of different you know leagues for for playing league of legends um but but for overwatch it's really all coordinated in-house like by by blizzard and uh, their subsidiaries so yeah i don't know grace i don't know if you want to expand on like i think what people want to hear about is like why is the overwatch league still like relevant like i think people it's been out of the conversation lately and like what are what are some of the successes and failures of it over some of the other kinds of of esports you think
1: yeah so um i watch a lot of overwatch league i mentioned this earlier um i think something that's really interesting about it is how they're always ready to change it like going into this year it was supposed to be a homestand sort of um, format. So teams were staying at how like they all lived in the city that they are from. So Houston outlaws lived in Houston and they would host home stands. So teams would travel every week to different locations and they would have that there to sort of create like a fan base at home. Um, and this was sort of like this interesting blend of traditional sports which are very localized in their region and eSports, which are online, And so when COVID hit, which, you know, terrible, obviously, um, they were able to adapt quickly, switch to an all-online format, and sort of change it up into monthly tournaments. So this time teams had something to work hard for, especially in this more difficult time. And there were playoffs, and it was all very interesting. So I think Blizzard and Overwatch League specifically are very ready to adapt to all things. And I think with next year COVID continuing to be a thing, they'll be able to continue this sort of going. Um, some of their successes, I think it's very entertaining to watch. Overwatch is a hard game to watch, especially if you're not really familiar with it. And I think the casting and the an- analysts make it a lot easier. Failures, I think with the home sort of model if they go towards that there's going to be some issues especially just traveling so much um player burnout is a big thing a lot of people have been retiring but that's also valorant has come into the conversations um like i mentioned there's a good amount of player or player burnout um a lot of players switching to valorant specifically or apex um so with player burnout imagining like what home stands were going to be which was <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Um yeah, so basically I have a spreadsheet right now that has all the information of teams like coming goings um for this upcoming season. And a lot of people were chosen specifically for their marketability. Um so with this home stand format, like Chipsa is a well known streamer. He um Philadelphia Fusion picked him up specifically to be a personality at these homestands with the homestand format not really going to be happening this upcoming year because COVID, um, they didn't want those players anymore. So it's not really about marketability as much. So they're getting rid of players that they got specifically for those purposes and they're trying to rework the teams. Also, finances is a big issue. So teams have had to drop a lot of people they had bigger contracts with and get some smaller ones.
0: Uh, yeah, I sorry. Did...
3: Go ahead. <laughs> oh, sorry, i sorry, say, like I have a I had a quick question on the esport front actually. Um because someone I know is uh or was yeah. a semi pro player. Uh he was quite yeah well, I don't say big in the esports scene, but he was fairly good. Yeah. Uh before Overwatch League was a thing. And then a while into Overwatch League, he tried to get back into it. Um, but he wasn't overly successful. Um because, and this was his like main complaint, and the complaint, of because I spoke to <clears throat> some other players who were big before Overwatch League, um, and they fe- said that a big problem, it's sort of like what you were saying with marketability, that seemed to be their like 100% focus. Yeah. So when they got their roster, they sort of made it very hard for the lower players to climb up naturally um it's sort of like they locked in their roster and then there was sort of like no real interest in sort of looking for new talent um and that's that was their main complaint so i was just wondering like do you feel like that's gonna change now that obviously marketability is a bit fucking up in the air right now like who knows what the people are gonna want if covid ends so
0: um
3: do you think It'll that's end. something they- <laughs> do you think that's something they're going to have to change like maybe look for new talent and be more focused on that um
1: so another big issue that people have with the
3: Overwatch League actually yes. is sort of the yes. path to
1: pro yeah yeah path to pro um and so they used to have each team would have a contenders team so it was like yeah, the secondary about, team like, yeah. that they would yeah um and so these contenders teams were just tier two players, you know, playing hopefully for a spot in the Overwatch League. Um, a lot of teams got rid of them this past year. They couldn't afford them as well as the stands. So there's only about eight teams in the contenders area, if I am like correct right now. Um, so there are, isn't really room for tier two players to really have a path to pro. On top of that, there aren't really tournaments at all Um, that are not run by Blizzard, so there's not really anything. There's some community tournaments from players or streamers such as Fran runs a community tournament. She's talking about doing another one. Um, But other than that, there isn't really, like, those smaller tournaments where people can sort of, like, show their stuff if they're not already in the Overwatch League or a well-known streamer. So there isn't really a lot of, like, room for... People to go that. I,
2: I also so. want to ask. I honestly like. I'm not very big on having. Like, I watch like the Overwatch um, like competitive league occasionally. I like semi follow Atlanta Rain just because like locationally they were the closest to me. Yeah. Um, I noticed most teams. Are like full
1: male, <laughs> and like I, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's
2: only one. There's one
1: female player. Yeah,
2: and like I know, and I know that they have women who stream for Overwatch League, or at least are like associated with certain teams. And I, I wonder, is that also was that also a marketability thing? Like where they felt like they couldn't bring women players into the game because so, maybe like they didn't think it was going to appeal to like the main audience, which probably was going to be like men. Because um, I know there are women who play on the same playing field as like people like Fran or whoever else those big like pro Overwatch gamers are.
1: Yeah, no, there's definitely like Gagori. She's the um the, like best Zarya in the world. She plays for Shanghai Dragons. Well, actually, she's technically like a free agent mm-hmm. right now. Um, she's so good. Um, but yeah,
0: so if you're if you're yeah. listening to this podcast and you run an Overwatch league team, you know, go get her.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you're listening to this for sure. Um, but I think it's more of an issue of she used to be Zarya used to be the meta.
2: Maybe we can make her meta again. (laughs) Yeah, just for Grigori.
1: (laughs) Make her meta. Um, no, I think it's a bigger issue of women, not only like women not being chosen, like to play in those sports, but women choosing not to want to go into that. Because being a female gamer in general comes with a lot of scrutiny Mm -hmm. being an Overwatch comes with like being a top tier player streamer and overwatch comes with a lot of scrutiny. So just so the extra much. level. Oh my God. Yeah. The extra level of scrutiny that you would get being going into an overwatch league team with that media presence. Just, I can imagine for a lot of women, that's such a big turnoff or even non-binary mm-hmm. players. That's such a big turnoff to have to deal with that extra level of scrutiny going into like the overwatch league. So yeah but yeah so i wouldn't want to do it personally so i can understand yeah. but i think i it's don't, I don't even
0: know if it's just the scrutiny i think on top of it it's just that it, it feels like it's really dominated by men currently and the fact is like um, w- women are gonna be like naturally pushed out by a lot of these people like mm-hmm. it, they're they're not gonna consider these these women like part of the team you know and stuff like that and i think i think we talked about this before grace uh, there's like the whole like housing situation they used to have yeah like,
1: so they still have where, it. like God.
0: they still have it like yeah like all these teams live in the same house together and like oh having, i didn't like, know that yeah like having like being a one woman living in a team with like nine men who are all pro gamers with a capital g is like probably not the most attractive option yeah
1: well to hear some of that yeah i mean if you look yeah Some of them do live in like apartment styles, so that's like a little better. Like, I know LA Valiant two years ago had a different apartment. So it's not like they're like rooming together. Like, they're not like in the same bedrooms, hopefully. Not usually, no. Usually they get their own own bedroom from what I saw. Um, So everyone gets their own sort of space at least a bit. But yeah, just being in a house with like men 18 to twenty. and i mean like honestly
2: like with some of the money that i know that some of those guys were making at least on my personal case i would be like okay is it worth it like i guess you would have to outweigh the pros and the cons like because i know some of them are making like over a million dollars right like playing these games like literally at least like the really top tier players yeah depending um, yeah right and, and like, i imagine I th- you have to outweigh the pros and the cons with that for sure
0: right yeah. and like seagull is an example of somebody who's pretty famous that like did Overwatch League for one year and he was pretty good at it and made some money and said, you know, I, I, the, the, the cons outweigh the pros on this one for me. I just stepped out of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know Seagull is definitely one of the first players to talk about, like, burnout and just being burnt out from the sort of schedule that these players have of practicing all the time, living together all the time. It can it can be a lot, especially, like, with Ooh, this new oh home my sand God. format.
0: I'm the entire yeah, city of flight. San Francisco and I'm going <laughs> to yeah. travel across the ocean. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but like with San, (laughs) no with San Francisco. Like imagine like traveling to China like three times in two months. Like that's insane. That's so much. Um, So I can player burnout is a big issue. That's part of why we're seeing these retirements. And then, like I said, also like Valorant coming out at this specific time caused a lot of people to want to retire.
3: Oh, for sure. You might actually get. You might actually get, like, more women getting involved, maybe, because I think the the whole reason of, like, women, not many women in um, Overwatch, a competitive Overwatch, is probably more of a thing with just competitive games in general rather than just Overwatch's fault, because yeah. it is that sort of gamer house environment. I've heard so many horror stories, but especially from the Smash Bros community, and it's just not very, I suppose, female-friendly or LGBT-friendly or something. But if we sort of transition to online, um, that might work, maybe? Who knows? Because <laughs> I have heard that these gamer houses can be a bit like frat houses, which isn't ideal. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. I completely agree. Moving online would probably be a huge asset like they are currently doing and will probably do into next year. Um,
0: <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, yeah. So an- another thing that has made me sort of angry, I guess, is that. Um, it it seems like, and this is not just Overwatch League, this is just esports in general, like, like, women and men have been, like, separated, just, like, at physical sports, you know, just because of, like, physical, like, reasons, but, like, esports is so cool because it does provide a very real opportunity for, like, women and men to very equally compete on the same level of skill, very very much so, and, like, women are still kind of shoved out of it, (laughs) which has kind of been like, what the hell, guys?
2: Yeah, and I don't know, have you mentioned how we all know each other on the podcast before.
0: Uh, did we also yeah I think Grace said earlier yeah, Quidditch. We did,
2: did,
0: did, okay, yeah. well
2: then yeah, like Quidditch. Like Quidditch. that was I mean that was genuinely the reason I joined Quidditch was I mean like the Quidditch community in the US right now is amazing the fact that you can play a sport and like be on the same playing field as like men and women. Yeah so that was yeah. the reason I joined Quidditch. So uh
0: I, I why did I join? Oh, yeah I, I guess I didn't have anywhere else to go um.
2: just kind of showed up i think <laughs> it was a good place to make friends it's was a good pla- one it was of the great, things yeah. i knew you guys were all gonna be nerds and i like loved y'all so yeah.
0: um cool all right well let's uh let's keep moving on uh oh my god what time is it Jesus okay um no it's okay it's good that's why i brought you here I, yeah, um, i'm sorry okay so I want to move a little bit to like the idea of like I, I, the cosplay and convention culture of overwatch has been like Ex- has exploded i think really more than like nearly any other game and oh yeah <laughs> uh, yeah i don't know Alyssa. can you speak to like why that is maybe some specific experiences you found really cool in this sort of like world and stuff like that
2: yeah so i mean my dream convention like of all time, is obviously to go to blizzcon because blizzcon is where you're going to see these like insane just um like these cosplays that people literally put an entire year of work into but Overwatch hires, or not Overwatch, Blizzard hires professional, like, cosplay companies to come to their conventions when they drop new characters. So, I mean, like, when, when they dropped Brigitte, when they dropped Ash, um, Baptiste, like, they hired, I think it was Henchman Studios. They're the cosplay um, organization that they kind of go with when they want to have professional cosplays come in, cosplayers come in. Um, and I think having professional cosplayers who are hired by Blizzard coming into BlizzCon and then showing up on stage when they drop these characters also kind of um, encourages the idea of cosplaying these characters. Because, I mean, obviously you said earlier, like, these characters are marketable. They're people that you can cosplay, maybe not easily, but at least, like, a casual version of it is easily done. Um, I will say also voice actors from the game... They've also been known to cosplay the characters they speak of. Like Carolina Rivasa, she's done a sombra cosplay. Oh, I met I know. her. Trust me. Yeah, I met her in her somber cosplay at um Oh my god. That was at Katsucon last year, 2018. I saw her when she was in her somber cosplay, and that was so much fun. She's such an awesome person. I've literally met her like three times at different conventions. She is such a cool person. Um and Jolly. I hope I'm not, like, butchering her name. She's cosplayed Symmetra. She cosplayed the, like, uh, the dragon version of Symmetra. I want to say Matthew Mercer also did a a McCree cosplay. So, like, these people, like, the voice actors for these characters who are well known for these characters are also cosplaying them and bringing the costuming idea into people's minds. And, you know, they have, like, huge followings simply because they're the voice actors for these characters. And just by, like, um, like for them, at least, like, as voice actors, they are bringing attention to it because people become not attracted, but they become attached to these voice actors. Because, like, once you have, like, I don't know, like, a couple hundred hours in the game, you get attached to the characters, you get attached to their voices, and you feel like you have a connection with these people. So it's really cool that these people specifically also have done, like, their part in... Helping the cosplay community and the cosplay community, especially in the past few years, has grown because I feel like nerd culture has become a lot more enhanced in popular enhanced. media. I, I, I mean, like if you look at TikTok, like TikTok is like, I don't know, I couldn't like give you like an actual fraction, but so many people on TikTok are cosplaying and getting like millions and millions of likes. So it's something that's becoming a lot more uh, normalized, normalized rather, yeah. like more than anything. Um, but I think with Overwatch specifically, it was because maybe partially because they marketed these characters to be cosplayable, but also I feel like a large part of the cosplay community is female because there is this, like, attraction to, like, the physical idea of the character. So seeing a woman that you, like, like a woman character that you maybe are projecting on or whatever you look at them, you dress up as them, you feel really strong and you feel really powerful. And it's such a good feeling to go into a public space, like a convention, and having people come up to you taking pictures, wanting to like talk to you, um, understanding how you put the build together. It's a really like wholesome place to be at points. Like there are obviously like downsides to it. But I feel like Overall, people are generally pretty supportive when it comes to that sort of thing. No matter what level you are in cosplaying. I mean, right now I'd say I'm like I'm maybe like an intermediate level. I've only made like one big armor build, and that was my Farah build, and that was still like pretty that's something I'm proud of, but it's something that I also know that I could improve on. So it's something that you grow with as well. It's a hobby. So you most people put money into it to just get the get enjoyment out of it and to like make friends um and i feel like especially with overwatch because of the way they've made these characters and the way that they've they've marketed it at blizzcon and then also the voice actors doing their own cosplays it's gotten a lot bigger for sure
0: yeah yeah and one more note on the voice actors is that like i I think another big draw of these characters is that these voice actors are all from the same part of the world as their characters
2: yeah for the most part yeah. yeah
0: yeah And like uh, there are there are missteps here and there. I've heard like I've heard tracers from an area that doesn't have the same accent as her. Um, and- Johnny Cruz yeah.
2: is also not Brazilian, but like yeah, <laughs> we yeah. also Johnny Cruz is a really wholesome person, and I feel like he he actually went through a lot of um, uh, I think not maybe not training, but like he wanted to like make sure he was getting this Portuguese Brazilian accent correct when he was doing Portuguese voice or voice lines. Um, they originally didn't have any Portuguese voice lines voice lines in for. Ucio until he did that
0: wow yeah. yeah so um anyway like that's i just think it's, i think it's really cool because like again i think it just keeps coming back to community like that this this one game has spawned a community that outdoes you know many games with like you know storied 20 30 year franchises and mm-hmm. It's uh, it's really cool to see. Um, unfortunately, I'm sorry we have to kind of keep moving because there's so much to it's talk okay. about.
2: I know we we've, we've talked about it a lot. Yeah.
0: Um. So, uh, I do want to talk a little bit about Blizzard, I guess. Um. So.
3: Oh
0: boy. Yeah. Okay. So so Blizzard sort of did used to be the one of the most <laughs> trusted names in video games. Like, um, at one point, like if something was coming from Blizzard, you know, it was going to be like polished as fuck. You know, like it, it's like a it had that same quality of, of brand that, like, Nintendo has <coughs> on their, you know, polish, you know? And after, I mean, I, I think that after, uh, after over, Overwatch was sort of the, the last end of that, I guess, if, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. The uh, the stuff that, Blizzard has done some questionable things as a company, um, of course, including the, the Hong Kong stuff, t- which was God two years ago, I think, or something. Was that oh a year God. ago or two, two years ago? Two
3: years
0: somebody find out before I scream
3: oh, okay was a no, real... it, must, it must have been um because I wrote about it at Game Luster and I started Game Luster in May last year so okay I it must have been think. last year then
0: yeah um, okay it says <laughs> um <laughs> it says here October God, there's no, there's no telling anymore really but
1: yeah it says here October 6th 2019
0: okay. right yeah. right the incident yeah As that's we, that's what we, we call we just it.
3: passed the anniversary nice
0: yeah they call it the troubles
3: um
0: <laughs> so yeah like uh because blizzard has obviously selected that you know said that china is sort of our main demographic and you know the rest the rest of everybody else comes second because that's where we make our money is in china which is like not my favorite um and uh that that it is what it is um the thing i do kind of want to talk about though is like after after acquisitions uh acquisition holy shit activision (laughs) after activision's acquisition of of blizzard um there there was definitely a a real change in sort of the the culture there and it resulted in uh at this point everybody who was there for the original creation of like quote-unquote old blizzard is gone with the one exception of jeff kaplan who was you know running overwatch um but everyone else has left blizzard they have said activision has made it an unpleasant place to work they are squashing our ideas creatively and they are focused on monetization and that's not where we want to be and in fact the over the blizzard uh developer all the blizzard developers that left over time have formed their formed their own new studio um it's called like dream sound or dreamscapes or something like that but i don't know i i found it interesting that like overwatch seems to be the very last like bastion of like what old blizzard used to promise and i think it was an oh, i don't think it's even been that for a while um do, yeah. do, do you guys think that this is going to carry on to overwatch 2 or is overwatch 2 going to feel like this activision cash grab
3: i'm scared that it is going to be very activisiony because i mean as much as i like overwatch um it's very telling that the shorts just aren't coming out anymore Um, I'm guessing because it just doesn't make them a whole lot of money. They probably, I mean, I don't actually know the figures, but I can't imagine the ad revenue um, makes up for the. Because it's really high quality animation they do for these shorts. You know, they're not playing about there. No, no, it's not. It's like, yeah, it's
0: it's Pixar quality stuff they're
3: doing. Oh, for sure. And I guess um, as much as the fans like it, they're just not feeling that anymore. And then also with the the, uh, seasonal events. Um, I've really liked the more narrative ones. Um, I'm trying to think of the name for one of them off the top of my head. Archives. I thinking, do you mean yes. like the Archives events? Yeah, exactly that. And then, like, they just got a bit samey after a while. And then there was like one season where they just put an old one out rather than do a new one. And they do
0: that every season, but...
3: Yeah. I mean, no, but that was this year, I think, because of
2: Overwatch 2. Yeah, yeah. They re- yeah. put out uh, Storm Rising, I believe.
3: It, I just feel like... Yeah, I mean, I want to have my hopes up for Overwatch too. I hope there's enough of the people there from the early days of Overwatch that can make it worthwhile. Um, we might be in luck if the Overwatch team is mostly the same, but I don't think we're going to get a new IP quite like Overwatch, where right. it was very imaginative. And I mean, they said during development that their their focus in development was just fun. That was the bottom line. If it isn't fun, take it out. Because um, that's mm-hmm. where they, they feel like they went wrong with Titan and um i just don't think we activision will let them do that again because i feel like it's just going to be very very focused on monetization
0: yeah that is the the worry um the i i don't know I, also i want to just give a shout out to jeff just being the meme man he is i love him <laughs> yeah just
2: god i look forward to his christmas streams. i know (laughs) i was gonna i was gonna specifically call out the
0: christmas stream. the first one was maybe some of the most fun i have ever had trying to like you know everyone was like that 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 meme of uh charlie day with like you know the the cork board and like connecting all the pictures (laughs) it's like what does he mean i
1: I got live texted this all from nira
2: yeah like he just moved his (laughs) his, his, his,
0: his left pinky finger what does it mean
2: If he moves at all, good God, like, who knows what that means. The
0: part where he ate a cookie, like, everyone lost their minds. I think the stream (laughs) just, like, broke. Um, I remember. But, yeah, and then, uh, anyway, I I like that he's been very focused on trying to keep the game fun and uh, is not, like, and uh, unfortunately, and this is the way it is at every big publishing company, like, the actions of Blizzard as an entity are kind of above his head, so I do hope he... Uh, finds it and it seems like he is so far, but I do hope he finds it worth it to stay on and, and stick with this game and, and not leave mm. it to the corporate vultures that are obviously circling it.
2: Mm, yes. For sure. I, I did get a lot of... I mean, like, I know when the Hong Kong thing happened, a lot of people were like, we gotta cancel Overwatch at this point, but then there was also the... Pushback with other people saying, you know, the Overwatch team is not responsible for the decisions Blizzard is making, and yeah. the Overwatch team has put all of this effort and all this work into the game, so it's not really right to cancel Overwatch because of Blizzard's decisions. But right. I totally understand that, like Je- on the aspect that Jeff maybe is kind of a bridge or like the separation between the two.
0: Yeah, and he actually did make a statement denouncing all their Blizzard's actions after that whole thing mm-hmm. happened. But um, also a quick shout out, if anyone hasn't watched Dino Flask's videos, um, oh, please do that. they're so good. They're um, so good. <laughs> the ones where they, he sort of like edits, uh, the, the Overwatch, uh, direct things that they do, uh, please go do those. Um, <laughs> all right, we got to get out of here. Uh, do we need more or less ghosts?
2: Mold. No. Well, less. We only
0: have Reaper right no. now.
2: Well, well, I mean, no, we have so- Reaper, but then we also have oh. that new ghost event in, uh,
0: Oh, Gunplay. you're right. Yeah, there's the... Oh,
1: yeah. It's terrible. I hate it. I lose every time. <laughs> I'm so Oh,
0: I bad. liked it. I, I kind of liked it, just because I could that add something new. That bitch.
1: Yeah, that <laughs> ghost can... sucks. And then all my teammates suck. And so less, less the sound that it makes. Let's go.
0: <laughs> so we need less ghosts now, no, like, is what you're telling maybe, me. No, I just no. want...
1: No. Okay. <laughs> one more ghost.
0: Okay. We could
2: have maybe one more. We could do yeah. it with one more ghost. One more ghost. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, One, one sort of a Casper-like figure
2: a nice ghost. Okay, but I will say Anna Jack or Anna Soldier and Reaper are all kind of ghosts if we're going to be technical.
0: It's not <laughs> they what a ghost. They're all dead people. They're all a, dead people. It's not what a ghost is. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, let's uh let's get out of here. So it is. Uh, it's time for games. We'll, we'll kind of wind down with this. Um, we this we had some success with this with our Sonic movie earlier. So um, <laughs> we're uh, what we're gonna do is um, each of us are. I'm gonna tell you to start out. Uh, so pull out your phones and um, you know like the predictive text thing where you just like click like what comes after whatever you type in first. Okay. Um, we're gonna use that to compose and, and and figure out what the plot of Overwatch Two was gonna be with the story oh, mode cool. here. Oh hey
3: boy. Alright, that so fun.
0: So, I'm going to start out by typing... Th- finding out the, the subtitle. So, I'm going to type in Overwatch 2 with a colon and see what we get. Overwatch 2. The same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nice. <laughs> I'm take a screenshot of this because no one's going to believe me. <laughs> um, Send
2: that. Send that in the Discord
0: group. Yeah. I can okay. see that. Um, yeah, but it's... Uh, okay, so Overwatch 2. The same thing. So, in this game... Uh, we need to figure out what's, what the plot is going to be. So we're going to say, we're going to start out by, uh, typing in Overwatch is going to. So, um, Grace, why don't you start us off? Type in Overwatch is going to, and then see what we get.
1: Okay. Overwatch is going to be a good thing for y'all to see and come over.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, okay, so that's, um, that's mine. Thank you for adding that last word there. Um, if you <laughs> come over. Uh, okay <laughs> uh, Re, uh, you're up next. Uh, why don't you type in Talon is going to and then see what they're up to? Mm. Okay,
3: Talon <laughs> is going to. Talon is going
0: to be a dating app that can, that connects you with e-girls. <laughs> that oh. be real. How many times have you, how many times have you searched Google for dating app that connects you to e-girls for that to happen? Oh
2: God, too much. Too much. Oh my God. I mean, if I'm going to get connected to an e-girl, it might as well be Sombra. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh please. John. John.
0: Um, okay. Alyssa, I want you to bring us home with, a. Uh, the heroes win by, and then let's uh, see what we get.
2: The World Cup champion of the world. Interesting.
0: The World Cup champion usually covers the whole world, so yeah. I
2: guess that out. We we love prediction. We love word prediction. Yeah, it's yeah. really fun. sometimes it doesn't make sense.
3: Oh my, sometimes it makes too much
0: sense. <laughs> Okay, so in in Overwatch Two, colon the same thing. Um, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get re- we're gonna get really excited for y'all to come over and try out our new dating app called Talon, uh, which connects you to e girls uh, only if you win the World Cup for the whole world. Okay. Oh god. Um, <laughs> all right. Let me please just. <laughs> I'm sorry. The whole, I the whole about, world. I keep thinking about the dating app. <laughs> okay,
2: but Deadass, if Blizzard came out with like a dating sim for Overwatch, Oh my god! you
0: know that shit would, would blow be, up. It would, you it know, would pop oh. off. It would be so exciting. <laughs> um, okay, mm-hmm. so let's. Uh, yeah, Jeff. Blizzard, if you hear this. <laughs> I please. know you're listening. <laughs> um, all right, let's head to the wishing well. Uh, we're gonna each grab a commemorative mm. coin, and on this coin is—I don't want it to be the Overwatch logo. That seems too easy. Maybe it's uh, Jeff
3: Kaplan's face.
0: It's Jeff Kaplan's Jeff face. Jeff Kaplan's Thank face. You. Jesus. <laughs> okay, we saved it. Um, so, uh, everyone, close your eyes and toss this coin into the wishing well. And uh, I'd like each of us to say, "What's your What's your Overwatch OC?" And 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 I want you to. Uh, let's do it this way. I'm going to be Jeff Kaplan here. I want you to pitch this to me. Okay, you've come into my office. Um. <laughs>
2: go grace
1: <laughs> okay okay hey, so I'm mine jeff from is the overwatch team okay <laughs> yep. hi jeff um uh, i'm grace so mine is B- 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 C- do you I remember Pat. Pa- <laughs> <Jetpack> pa- <laughs> yeah of course you do um fantastic
2: well, it seems character. like you've w- come I into
0: my that. office to tell me about my own oc <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get out well I- <laughs>
2: <laughs> i've already seen, I- <laughs> We've already seen jetpack too yeah it's
1: sprigia's caddy moat
0: okay give him a name though yeah. oh, that we need something there do uh, you, you don't even have a name with Min- you
1: no Mincy Mincy we're going Mincy yeah Mitzi. Mincy Mincy yeah okay.
0: alright yeah. get out uh, Alyssa okay. you're next
1: <laughs>
2: bye alright I'm gonna rip off Marvel here I'm ripping off of Domino a little bit um, so I know you probably want more of a meme but sometimes you gotta have those like distinct like kinda cool characters so I'm gonna go with a character her name is Windfall Okay. She has. Um, she was born with just massive amounts of good luck, and one of I don't her passive abilities. <laughs> <gonna say> <laughs> <laughs> one of her passive abilities is simply that one fourth of the damage, or like bullets, whatever that are sprayed at her, just don't hit her. So, Ooh. Um, even okay. if somebody's like like aiming really well, one fourth of the time, it's not going to hit her.
0: And right, I feel like they can
2: lucky. maybe like randomize that in the game, and I feel like that'd be kind of cool, actually. Um as far that was the passive. I didn't really think about other abilities, but like her ultimate would probably be like something. Uh, probably call it like Fortuna's gift because Fortuna, goddess of luck, whatever. Uh, and it blinds all of your enemies for a couple of seconds. And Ooh. that's
0: it. Wow, There's Alyssa, it seems like you actually put some work into your character and thought about it I ahead did. of time for this pitch I did. meeting. <laughs> but um. I
2: also ripped off a Domino, as I said.
0: Well, we we do a lot of that here. All right. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, Ree, What do you have?
3: Um, all right, Jeff. Buddy, um, please, for the love of God, in Overwatch Two, can you add another British character, mm-hmm. but have it so that they're like actually British rather than whatever the <laughs> fuck Tracer is? So, Cheers, love. There you go. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like, amazing. she's got the Essex accent, but people in Essex don't talk like that. She's, like, using Cockney words. Like, the Cavalrysy, oh, yep. Yeah. It's, it's the future. No, like, it's that's the, Yeah, be, like, this is future I'm British. I'm not allowing it. And, you know, what? No, I think in the future, I want the Essex accent to die, and I want Cockney language <laughs> oh to <my> die. <laughs> oh, my God. no. This is what... This wow. this is what happens. This is what happens when you go to university with a bunch of traces for three years. It destroys your soul. <coughs> oh.
0: Uh wow. Okay. Um it you know, do you have a name for this character that is brit good at being British?
3: Oh, uh oh god. What's tracer backwards? Trace Urt. Ert ert is the last.
2: Ur- like the last syllable. Uh uh ra- rat card Somebody write it out. Somebody write it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we
0: should be able to do this. Didn't we all go to college?
1: Went to grad
2: school.
0: Okay. Too. Yeah, it's it's okay. Re- race Re- Re- rat. Race rat. Race rat. ricard Ricard. Ricardo. 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 Ricardo!
1: Ricardo! Ricardo.
2: a man, I guess. a man. Nice. Um
0: Okay, great. Uh we will consider uh, ricardo um i guess i'll pitch this to myself um so one uh, well one idea that i had uh is uh, I-, I i desperately want a character that isn't an- able to a- echo hits close to this i know with their duplication ability what i desperately want is a character that could steal other abilities uh and so the oh. other person doesn't have them anymore um
2: oh okay oh, that's damn. cool like for, if somebody gets old charge you take away their ult charge or something. yeah
0: and then like you have it or like if somebody yeah. or but but it could be like any like reinhardt you know shoots a fire strike and you steal that and then suddenly you have fire strike for 10 seconds and they don't hmm,
2: okay um, that's interesting now
0: that would be very that would be just I sort of madness i guess chaos in the streets um but <laughs> i i don't know i've always i've always been intrigued by those ideas of like characters that like steal abilities from others um and then also, can uh, can we just like maybe get like a fucking like airbender or something? Just like throw them in just, there.
1: Oh, that'd be just cool. jet from
2: Valorant. Yeah, or
0: just Jet.
1: Deadass.
0: Honestly, I've spent like I spent like twenty five <laughs> hours on on Valorant, and like twenty four of those were as Jet. So just put her <laughs> in the game. They um, literally
2: have a somber ripoff in that game, and I just oh, yeah. I love her so much. But oh my god, it's so much
0: of a it's it's very much it's just, just Sombra, though, isn't it? Um. And then I mean that that happens every time though. Like even in uh like Apex Legends, like who one of who is it that's like the same character again? Um
2: As who. Oh
0: my god. I can't even remember the characters from Apex anymore. It's been so what? long.
2: I play it too much. I would be able, I feel like I might be able to understand.
0: Oh man. I'm... Um there's uh I know there's Lifeline is like similar. I think she's got her own stuff going on though. I remember her
2: Yeah, she's definitely I pretty played.
0: Good. My, I, I, just for reference, I played Apex Legends for a total of 48 hours, and all of those were the first <laughs> month that came out, and then I never played it again.
1: Oh my
2: god. I don't know, do you mean Loba? But, like, Loba's kind of like like Sombra, but- Oh, you know
0: what I think it was? That, like, the got, the Mirage was just Lucio. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, he's not Lucio, though. He dead-asses it.
0: Nah, he, de- he does his own- He does Octane
2: is kind of like Junkrat, maybe. Oh, that might be it. Except, maybe, I don't know. Damn, i
0: is that, is that I what love he it. says? I love what he says. I love what he's, <laughs> no, I love when he Octane's- says. The dingo ate my baby. <laughs> oh my gosh. I,
1: no
0: I love when Junkrat says that famous You're
2: probably on. thinking about Revenant, because I think Revenant's really similar to Reaper.
0: Oh, okay. Now, I thought yeah. Reaper was also in uh, Valorant, is the thing. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, it's like <laughs> it's- Omen.
2: Omen, Omen,
0: yeah. He even has the same lines, though. He's like, I work the graveyard shift. <laughs> it's like, I've heard this. <laughs> anyway... I also, this is, like, a last note here, sorry, like, I, I do feel kind of bad because it's not like Blizzard has, like, the corner market on these, like, ideas, but, like, I feel like every time somebody tries to create, like, a hero shooter or a similar kind of game, like, it is going to inevitably to be compared to Overwatch, and, like, mm-hmm. you know, that, that totally killed Battleborn and, like, Lawbreakers and, like, a bunch of other games just because, like, uh, I think Paladins has survived okay, like, and then, like, Bleeding Edge and some other stuff that, that has their own original ideas to some degree, but, like, everyone's like, oh, this is an Overwatch ripoff, and it's it's kind of sad that, like, it sort of cannibalized the market for this whole genre, because <laughs> um, I think there are some other ideas out there, but it is what it is. Uh, we've been here for nine hours, so... Uh, <laughs> Literally. Uh, yeah, everyone, so thank you guys for joining me. um How what do we thank Todd Howard for this time? Did he did he do anything on this one? Um, I feel
3: like he's friends with Jeff Kaplan, so he has to for be right. Being yeah. There. yeah, thanks for being there. They've, for Jeff. They've, they've got to go out. Thanks for, like, for being.
0: Thanks for being moral support for yeah. Jeff. Uh, <laughs> well, apparently <laughs>
1: Todd Todd Howard plays a lot of Overwatch.
0: Oh, oh, nice.
1: Like, yeah. So apparently he likes to. He likes the game. There's so no story, Todd. <laughs>
0: There's
1: no st- Yeah, there and is no lore. <laughs> this is phenomenal
0: see this is bad because it's a bad influence on todd because like he sees this and he's like oh this is a good story and then like the the next (laughs) fallout game has no story in it which is what happened (laughs) which is what happened thanks jeff oh you know what fallout 76 was obviously a tribute to soldier 76 okay
1: that's where it came from huh
0: um okay uh so uh, thank you guys for joining me uh you can find us on gameluster.com for all our articles and reviews and features and such opinion pieces you can find us on youtube at youtube.com gameluster we have cool videos i do all these good videos they're so good and everyone loves them no down votes <laughs> um and uh you can find me on twitter at gondizi and uh yeah re uh, you got anything to plug
3: uh, yeah, find me on Twitter, re underscore Bevan, um, but also the Game Luster team are doing a really good job of cu- covering IndieCade right now, so I just want to give them a shout out, they've been writing up loads of interviews, uh, doing loads of previews of like uh, a massive variety of indie titles, so yeah, go check that out.
0: Nice. Uh, okay, Alyssa.
2: I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. My username is the same for all three. It's Go Ballistic, G O B A L Y S S T I C. Feel free to follow me or message me. Thank you.
0: I have a special <laughs> like, and, and that's why I did this too. But I have a special love for people who like find usernames or gamer tags or whatever that involve parts of their own real name. I love it's doing. that. It's my favorite. I love doing. I've, that. I've
2: used. I've literally used it since I was twelve. I I love
1: it so much. <laughs> yeah
0: very good um and grace what's your lame ass username
1: oh thank thank you um so it's hard all right um so i mostly i have a twitter but i mostly just post pictures of my cats so if you like cats um join for that fun and my username is at grace yeah at grace underscore weed w-e-i-d that is my last name is not
0: which is weed man
1: my last name is weak yeah so we just all have to live with that um, oh.
0: <laughs> do you but want yes. people to at you? you? just ask them to follow you
1: well yeah but like don't at me or look at me that's my catchphrase so like don't at me but also
0: i i was the one <laughs> who said that first
1: no i you do not did wish not. to be conceived. i
0: absolutely did i brought that it to was,
1: you it was totally me but
0: whatever okay <laughs> who, who won the thing
3: I think that was me, wasn't um, it? Was it? Yes. Yeah, Drunk Mercy. The, the like? drunk mercy. Okay, Yay. so,
0: yeah, as per tradition, uh, Ree's going to take us out on her signature catchphrase, use this every time. Uh, Ree, <laughs> please take it away.
3: Oh, this is going to be a long-winded one. Um, okay, so we are done a lot of American political ones, so I just want to throw one out for the Brits there. Uh, as British people are aware, um, a lot of people don't have a lot of uh, money right now, so I just want to encourage everyone, if they can, to donate to their local food bank, because the government's, like, absolutely abandoned poor people so yeah look into doing that if you have the money
1: overwatch is going to be a good thing for y'all to see and come over (laughs)